disappointed with the scoreline, obviously, and disappointed that we've got off to the start that we have in the group. Losing two games is, is not ideal. Uh, I think the next game's a must-win now. I think if you lose 4-0, the, the overwhelming feeling is that it's been a disappointing night and disappointed for the fans. This is the Go Radio Football Show Podcast. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! So the weekend starts here, but I'm afraid Rangers and Celtic lose their the first two European ties, both lying bottom of their individual groups. Celtic lose 4-0 at home to Leverkusen last night. Rangers lose by one goal to Sparta Prague. Again... Racist slurs, they're booing from the kids there in Prague. What is going on? 0808 17 17 700. Again, overshadowing the football. What is going on in the Czech Republic? Well, this weekend, Aberdeen against Celtic at 12 noon on Sunday. Rangers against Hibs later in the afternoon. It's going to be a super Sunday here on Go Radio. We'll be on from 12 noon. And VAR, could it be on the way into Scottish football? There's a big summit next week. More on that during the programme Tonight, we've got Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland captain. We've got Mark Guidi, the best pundit in the business, and Paul Cooney here as well. Barry, what do you feel about last night? Uh, well, it's not often we've got both teams bottom of the tables. Yeah, um, obviously I didn't see both games live, Paul. Um, I, I was training last night, but I, I came back home, watched the highlights. Um, in terms of Rangers, defensively, they were all over the place. Um, look, when you're missing... I would say Rangers two best defenders in Connor Golston and, and Holanda. You're going to suffer, um, but it was a it was a tough night for Rangers. Um, I thought once Kamara gets sent off, they showed decent character to try and get back into the game. Maybe come back home with a point, but I think overall Stephen Gerrard will be disappointed at the amount of times that, that Prague get in behind them. That set the scene then in for Celtic. You wondered what was going to happen, Mark, didn't you? Um, but last night four 0 It is a thumping. Yeah, um, you know Celtic were, were were battered and bruised at the end of the, the ninety minutes. Paul four 0 at home. It's never pleasant. Um, there's not been a defeat like that for a while. I know Sparta Prague um, last season, but yep. uh, in, in terms of that, it's a real sore one for Celtic. And um, now it just sends just a wee turn from the supporters in terms of right. Okay, what are we getting from Manchester? Where are we going? Where is the plan B? We need, to, yeah, we respect the the Ange ball and the football and Kyogo and all of that. But at times when you're up against superior opposition and you know that they're superior and there's nothing wrong with admitting that, but then you've got to tweak your game. You've got to say, okay, how do we counter? How do we stay in the game? How do we make sure that we're in the game in front of sixty thousand supporters? Stay in the game. Celtic couldn't stay. Um, in the game and um, I think that's one thing where Ange Postecoglou has, has got to look at and y- you've got to tweak things I'm all for the philosophy and attacking football and the history of Celtic all that kind of stuff yeah. but when it comes to it you can't be going out there and losing 4-0 at home in Europe it's got to be better than that and the players too the players have got to be better. Barry, they had Kyogo back and they had the captain as well and there was great optimism at 8 o'clock. Yeah, listen to very important players but both of them have missed a fair bit of football I know myself when when you miss training sessions when you miss games of football it takes you it takes a, a it takes a lot out of you um, so listen it was important for Celtic to get both of them back um, last night but let's be honest with you you're coming up against top opposition sometimes you've got to admit that you've, that you're coming up against better players sometimes it's better to sit in be compact 
take the game as long as um, as long as possible um, into the, the final third and then hopefully you can get something towards the end because let's be honest Bayer Leverkusen are a Champions League team mm-hmm. they've got teams that can uh, they've got sorry they've got players that can hurt you so that was a sore one last night for Celtic Can they go through Rangers and Celtic is there any chance It's still Barry? possible yep. still possible um, Celtic I've, I've still got um, obviously betters to come to Celtic Park and yep. Ferran Varos twice Um which is winnable games, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest with you, in terms of Rangers as well. They've got they've got Bromby, um, which you're looking at for me definitely getting six points from both of their games. So look, still possible, but it's been made more difficult with the results last night. Mark, it, it becomes a three team section, but that's what Celtic and Rangers hope. So for Rangers, they're hoping that Leon will run away with it. For Celtic, they hope that Bayern Leverkusen will run away with it, and then you're in the mix with the other two teams and it becomes a, a, a four game section so at the moment Celtic Rangers have played one out of the four games and they've lost um, Celtic one at home um, or sorry one away from home to Real Betis and Rangers away at home to Sparta so what you must do Rangers must beat Bronby Ibrox Celtic must beat Ferenc Varos and then look to take at least a point away from home um, so seven points may well be enough to get the runners up spot for both of them and you'd like to think that seven points can be um, achievable if it's not bear in mind this is the Europa League you know they're losing their bottom section of Europa this isn't the Champions League albeit Lyon are a top yeah. team and Bayer Leverkusen are a top team but that said this is a second tier competition we're not used to Celtic being spanked I know it was a hell of a tournament last year they finished bottom in the group a couple of spankings but when you think of the past 20 years yeah. since Martin O'Neill came in you think of the past 20 years when when, when Barry's ever Dick, Dick Advocate and Walter and Alec it wasn't happening even just under two Stephen years Gerrard, it's been very very good and yeah. we're not used to seeing this yeah. for Rangers but I think it's just it's typical of the way they've been this season mm-hmm. don't know what it is Paul but there's definitely a spark missing there's a flatness about Both Rangers of them. Yep. Yeah, but I'm, 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 yeah, and Rangers. Sorry, I'm yeah, about Rangers now. Yep. I think there's a spark sure. missing compared to what they were in last season. And I think we discussed it last week with Craig Moore when everybody picked up in the line that Craig said that you know, with the greatest of respect, it's been squad fillers to, to, to an extent. There's not been a guy that Rangers signed this out. He thought, you know what? He's first team yep. ready. He's mm-hmm. absolutely going to enhance our team. Now that might come in time from a fashion Sakala or a John Lundstrom, but at the moment. Rangers are very, very flat. Let's get Barry's reaction, but first, here's the manager speaking about the form and the lack of spark. Um, listen, I think you well within your rights to read into anything that we're doing here tactically or in my decisions. That's what you guys are paid to do. I, I'm fully aware that's what you do. Um, we, we as a staff and me as a manager are trying to find the perfect uh, solution. We're trying to find this settled team that will... Um, play with this spark and this little bit of life that we have been missing, if you like. Um, but what I would say is we're not concerned or worried here. We, we know where we are. Um, we've been short in the two Europa League games. Um, but at this level, which is improving year on, year out, if we want to keep growing and going to, to the extra level, we we need in, in transfer windows to spend big money. It's simple as that. To compete with the teams that we're playing against, we have to spend big money. In the last two windows, we haven't spent a penny. So there has to be some realism there as well. To compete with these teams and to beat these teams on their own patch, when transfer windows are open, we have to spend money to compete at this level, not just win, just to compete. So there has to be some common sense as well when you're judging us from the outside. Um, this spark and this little bit of life that you guys are talking in the last two press conferences it'll come it'll come trust me because we've got really good players here 
and we'll keep improving and we'll keep working hard and that spark will come but it'll certainly come quicker if we can find this settled team and if we can keep our main players fit and available and if players that are fit and available get themselves in better form Barry, uh, Barry, comprehensive reply there from Stephen yeah, Gerrard. What do you think? They're, they're missing that spark. Um, there's no doubt about it. When you watch Rangers, um, they are missing it. They are missing key players. But before that, the Ryan Kent's before he got his hamstring injury wasn't hitting full tilt in terms of his, his form. Um, but that's... Look, the managers can only do so much. It's now up to players to work even harder in training and then bring it to the party on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Thursday night for a Europa League um, but it is clear they, they need to get a bit of form going um, it's been a bit inconsistent domestically they're still top of the league they're not playing well but they're winning games but Euro- Europa League form um, take Leon out because Leon for me are a Champions, Champions League team yeah. but like you say last night last year I think Rangers would have definitely went and, and got if not three points certainly come away with a point from Sparta Prague we're going to go on the lines in a moment or two 0808 17 17 700 we've got a Rangers caller on first but let's hear from Ange Postacoglu 4-0 defeat last night this was uh, his reaction he was asked about the attacking approach is he going to I change? I get that but if you kind of accept it then you won't grow from it you know you, you, you kind of need to take away the disappointment like I said if we lost you know 2-0 tonight or 2-1 tonight and, and we you know, when you lose 4 0, it's not enough. It's disappointing, and, and it shouldn't be, you know, that scoreline shouldn't have reflected that game. So I, I don't want to let the guys off the hook or myself off the hook because of, look, we're not going to change our approach. I really believe that moving forward, you know, um, we play in these big games. I want us to be a team that doesn't fear anyone, that, that goes at it and, and takes the game to opponents who, um, quality sides that's the kind of team we're going to be um, and that's what I'm trying to build the process yes it, it takes time and, and you're going to cop some knocks on the chin like we did tonight but that doesn't mean you have to accept that you know you, you need to understand that that's avoidable if you do certain things alright Celtic fans we'll hear from you shortly let's go into the lines Craig is on in Cumbernauld good evening Craig Good evening, Paul, Barry, Mark, how you doing? How you doing, Craig? Yeah, we're, we're, we're fine, thank you. We're, we're good, apart from the results last night, but uh, <laughs> what about yourself? What? Yeah. Yeah, what do you uh, make of it? Poor result. Yeah. I think, I've, I've got to be brutally honest, um, and it's probably the first time in a long time I've, um, I, I've, I've felt this and, and done this, but I think that Gerard got it completely wrong last night. I think the team selection was wrong. Um, Bassey was enforced, there's nothing he can do about that. I cannot wrap my head around why Janino Bakuna is starting an away game in the Europa League. He's made one appearance off the bench against Livingston. Now, you talk about players' fitness, but Hadji was fit enough to come on after 36 minutes mm-hmm. and play out the rest of the game. He had our field there on the bench as well. He had Scott Wright. He had other options that mm-hmm. I think would have been far better and more experienced. I also think, although he's not in the greatest of form, I still think... Morelos has to start the game as well for the experience factor because, you know, a guy like Fashion Sakala, and I think he's a good player in the making, he's not got enough experience at that level that you would start him in a game. You'd bring him on as a sub, absolutely, maybe after another 70 minutes if it's not working. But to start him, I just feel didn't make sense. Even the, the subs, you know, he came out after the game. Greg, let's hold that one just now, right? We'll, we'll come back on that. Let's throw the Alfredo Morelos. 
Barry, would you have played him first? He's normally your first yeah, in the team sheet. Look, yeah, look, I'm a big believer. For me, he's Rangers' best striker. I know he's not in top form, um, but you would play him with the hope that he would start to hit top form, score goals. I, I do believe that he is Rangers' best player. Look, we don't see him every single day. Maybe he's, he's come off a wee bit in training, but for me, there was a couple of surprises. I agree with Craig Bakuna. He's not played. Um, he's a bit behind in terms of Fitness mm-hmm. in terms of game time, I was a bit surprised he played. But Morelos, for me, is Rangers' number one striker. Mark, both things, Bakuna and Morelos. People were surprised that he was in from the start. Oh, clearly, but Bakuna's a player that Steven Gerrard likes. And maybe, you know, I agree, it's a strange one. But then you've also got to remember that, that any manager, whether it's Steven Gerrard or, or anybody else, they, they pick a team that they think is going to win the game or, or, or keep them involved for various reasons and then maybe change it with 20 minutes to go. But so he's clearly maybe spotted something Sparta Prague that he thought Bakuna could 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 hurt an element of the Sparta Prague team maybe more than a Haji more than a Scott Wright Paul could well be he's got one eye on Sunday it's a massive game mm-hmm. Rangers are top of the table second top Hibs coming to Ibrox so there's every chance to get one eye on, on Sunday because we know how notoriously difficult Thursday Sundays are you know it, it, it plays in the it plays in the mindset for some reason um, so, so there's that it could be a bit of that Morelos you just never know bottom line is what we see on a Saturday does he deserve to play does he deserve to, to, to start um, no I don't think he does he's I not think what he's he was no he's not you know and what light is he in training I, I don't know but Stephen Gerrard sees it so if he's flying in training I'm sure he would be picked so clearly there's a reason why now again it could be I want to keep him for Sunday Sunday is the priority winning the league's a priority staying on top of the table despite the fact we've not played well despite the fact we're lacking a spark as Stephen Gerrard says then Maybe that's part of the, the reason behind it that Stephen Gerrard, when he's assessed last night and assessed Sunday, Sunday has been the most important game in his mind. Craig? Well, yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong in terms of, you know, it was yeah. certainly an impression I got because that starting lineup to me, particularly way Bakun and Sakala kind of starting was what I would maybe have expected in maybe a cup game or something like that. Um, so it was surprising, but I think uh, I don't like the idea that that is the case because. You know, we have played well in Europe over the last couple of years and he's never really done that. So is it that because we didn't qualify for the Champions League, he's deciding he's no bothered about the Europa League now? Because I, I would hate to believe that. I also think when he came out after the match and spoke about it, some of what he said didn't actually marry up with his in-game management because he said that when Kamara went off, you know, you've got to throw caution to the wind and we go for it. Well, he took off Joe Rebo, an attacking winger, for John Lundstrom, who's a central defensive midfielder, really. So that wasn't really an offensive change. If you were going for it, as he said, that isn't the change you'd make. You'd bring on Scott Wright, for example, or I'll go back to it, Arfield is on the bench as well. So I found that a bit odd. Um, I think that's a fair point, Craig, about that, about in terms of what you're saying there, about the game management and um, you know what he said didn't really add up with what he actually did during the game. The other point you made, you know, I hope he's not just no bothering about Europe and he's kind of chucked it and just focusing on the league because Rangers have married, managed to marry the two over the past couple of years. But what you've also got to remember in terms of team selection and what was quite easy and straightforward last season was the team were flying. They were flying last season. The team pretty much, we all knew out there, the 10 outfield players, we could probably have all picked nine out of the 10. 
every week there hasn't been that level of consistency so he's maybe thinking you know what I'm going to try Bakuna or I'm going to try this one or that one because see the other guys they're not giving me what, what I need they're not giving me what I want so I'm going to try other guys until I get until yeah, I get it right. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to find a winning formula just now because the the form's been a wee bit up and down. It's dipped. It's come up in games. You see 10, 15 minutes where they're really good, and then they they drop off again. But listen, that in terms of he's proud of the record he's got in Europe. Mm. He goes into that game. That that team he picked, he put that out to try and win the game. Um, obviously, with Morelos, he might look and think what he'd done previous to Morelos. Leave him out. How does he react? Well, he reacted brilliantly the last time when he got left out of the team. He came back in, he started hammering goals in again and showing how good a centre forward he is. Afterwards, he was speaking about Glenn Kamara. I haven't watched the game back with, with, with audio on, uh, and I'm actually surprised that I wasn't aware of it during the game. Um, yes, I have spoke to Glenn Kamara. The conversation will remain private. Glenn's okay. Um, we watched some football together uh, last night uh, whilst we got some food. Um, Glenn's okay uh, I'm sure he's, he's disappointed just like myself um, and now I think it's time for, for the authorities and the club to step in and, and just take that away for us so we can focus on the game on Sunday Mark we watched the first half and we didn't have the sound on we weren't aware of it either yeah. but uh, what do you make of it I see Sparta Praga coming back saying we'll leave our kids alone they're you know, innocent in this Rangers are saying UEFA what are you going to do about it I mean if this is true if children were blo- uh, booing players because of the colour of their skin yeah. it's appalling well I don't I don't think any of us were, were imagining it no um, Paul it was there it happened but school children whether they're 8, 9, 10 years old whether they were teenagers 13, 14, 15 they're there with, with chaperones as well remember so they're there Shocking. with, with, with yeah. people so it's poor now, I'm, I'm, I'm not defending them but my biggest criticism is towards UEFA there was um, racial, verbal racial abuse towards one of the Monaco players recently, and that's yeah, why the stadium that's... was closed down yeah. and then the U turned in that decision and opened it up to allow um, people in last night yeah. kids are no kids and we want to see kids being involved and being at the game the next generation etc etc but it's UEFA Paul it's at UEFA's door and at the moment you'd have to say that the way UEFA tackle kick it out and racism religion colour your skin yeah. keep, whatever it may be yeah. it's not good enough it, it's, it's almost if it's just it's just to tick a box but where, no is it, where is the proper yeah. intent from rape, from UEFA to stamp it out for me there is none well, their slogan respect I, I just think in terms of Sparta Prague what happened with the Monaco player which was disgusting mm-hmm. when you ban fans that means empty stadiums yeah. no allowing under 14s in yeah. I, I don't know 10 or so thousand fans ban them yep yeah. Make sure they play behind closed doors. A big fine. But see now, they need to come up with something different. They need to ban them for all competitions. And Craig, you would see it while you were watching it. Someday, one of them, they'd a, 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 they'd a, a poster. Did you see that? Yep. About Cadella. i seen it. Yeah. We're with him. Horrendous. Uh, six months ago, Glenn Kamara yep. went through something that was disgusting. And then he, six months later, last night, he had to go through the same. And I feel for him, do you know what? I don't care what anybody says. He'll go on with trying to play football, trying to do his best for Rangers. But that will affect Glenn Kamara. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Craig, we shouldn't need to discuss it. I mean, we're all uh, singing from the same hymn sheet. It's absolutely appalling. I don't think there's much else we can say at the moment, but they were. Um, that, that wasn't right that they allowed uh, anyone into the ground and then for the no. kids to abuse uh, players of colour. It's just disgusting. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I think, you know, I, I 
scratch my head at, at UEFA's decision making. I really do. Um, I think when you've seen Sparta's statement that they've issued, it's you know a bit of a joke because you know clearly if there's ten thousand kids there, there was probably a couple of thousand adults chaperoning them. So sure. there was adults there as well. That's my point. Sure, yeah, sure. Were possibly involved, and I think for me, Wide. if you're seeing yeah. a games behind closed doors, yeah. fans are banned. Then mm. that's what it should be. Are we saying now that when that whenever that happens, any club can go? Oh, it's fine, we can still just get kids in. That defeats the purpose. And the fact you have allowed that mm. is disgraceful. What is the point? Why? What's the punishment then? They've still got fans in. Now, that's not why we lost the game, but they shouldn't have been there. Mm. Um, and I think it's, you know, unless you have start taking it seriously, it's, it's, it's wrong. You're getting bigger suspensions and bigger fines when players make bad tackles. You know, that was shown when yeah. Kimar Roof is getting four match ban and Kamara had three match. Between them, seven match tackle, none of them... Of course, their track record on it is absolutely appalling. Craig, we need to go to the break. Scoreline, would you give us a scoreline? Rangers, Hibs, top versus second. I think we're in for a good game, I think 3 2. 3 2. I really do. And Aberdeen Celtic, what do you reckon? I think 2 2. Aberdeen Celtic, I think that'll be a draw. Thanks, Craig. Speak to you soon. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. And we've got a poll going here at Go Radio. What do you think of VAR? Do you want to see it in Scottish football in the Premiership? Go to the socials at Go Football Show. And so far, it's about 60-40 in favour of VAR. I'm going to ask Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi about it. There's so much to talk about today because this weekend, look at Dundee United, Ross County tomorrow. Hearts against Motherwell, both near the top of the table. Livingston against St Mirren and St Johnson against Dundee. A bit of a derby up there. And on Sunday at 12 o'clock, Aberdeen against Celtic and Rangers against Hibs. And some great matches in the Championship as well. Top of the table, Inverness are at uh, Hamilton, second bottom. Kilmarnock against Wraith Rovers, Morton are both. Partick Thistle against Air United and Queen of the South Dunfermline. And in League Division 1, Aloha against Cove Rangers, Airdrie against Clyde, Falkirk East Fife, Peterhead against Dumbarton. And in the second division, Barry, your old team, Kelty Hearts, undefeated so far. Top of the table, up against Annan, Elgin against Stirling Albion, Stenhouse Muir, Forfer, Strenoir against Albion Rovers. And uh, Jim Duffy, back full-time in football, he is the manager of Air United. No yeah. surprise. No, I, l- listen, Jim Duffy, um, experienced manager, knows the game inside out um, since uh, Hoppy left the yeah. job at Air United. Jim Duffy's come in and, and done an excellent job. They've had some fantastic results. So great to see him back in management again. Big match for you as well. And you're up yep. against a former Hearts. Hearts and Celtic and Scotland favourite, Paul Hartley. Yeah, mate, Scotland team, mate. Yep. We grew up um, in the same area, only half a mile apart. Um, so it'll be good to come up against uh, Paul's Cove Rangers. A lot of good players Cove have got. Um, he's doing a fantastic job um, getting them into League One. He'll be trying to you'll be desperate to get them into the championship um, but we've got good players as well so yeah. it's a great game for us and it's a great game for Cove and I'm sure the spectators will, will have um, a good afternoon watching that game tomorrow This time last night Mark Celtic were getting ready to take on Bayer Leverkusen there was great news we gave it on the show Kyogo was back the captain Callum McGregor was back as well and Jamie was on the line and he was on the way to the game Jamie good evening Good evening, Paul. Good evening. So, uh, what do you make of it last night? Well, we created, we created a number of chances. The bad Labour keeper had plenty today last night. Only difference between us and them is he took their chances, we didn't. Yep. But 
the thing being as well, Paul, only good thing about last night was Kyogo was back. And you see the total difference between him and Albina Yeti. Absolutely brilliant to see him back. And also to see Carl McGregor back. And obviously Jack Amakis as well. And I yep. was the comment. I was on Sky the day talking about obviously Sunday's game against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And he said that several players should be back after the international break. So we should have a pretty strong squad after the international break. I just want three points at Aberdeen. I'll, I'll, I'm not happy being six points behind, but I'll accept that if we get three points at Aberdeen, get them the back. I'll be more confident then. Barry, is the league more important to Celtic than Europe this season? Yeah, of course. I think it's important, more important to both uh, Celtic and Rangers. Um, that's your bread and butter. Um, that's the one that gets you hopefully I don't think it's confirmed yet but it'll get you straight into the, the Champions League group yeah. stages but that, it's a must win for both of them and Sunday listen Celtic have been through a, a tough time in the league um, last couple of games have lost and drew Aberdeen are going through a tough time as well so that's a, it's a great Sunday Paul I, I think both games are, are brilliant I'll be tuned into both of them um, and if you're asking me right now I expect both of them to win the game you think they're both going to yep. win? Listen, the pressure's yep. on both of them. Mm-hmm. I think both Celtic and Rangers, Celtic will go to Pataudry, it'll be a close one. I think they'll win the game and it'll be the same at Ibrox because I think Jack Ross's hips um, will come and have a pop at Rangers. They've got players that can hurt you but I think Rangers will be too strong so I think both of them will win. Mark, how do you read it for Jamie here? How do you read the Celtic fans at the moment? You, you hear, and Jamie, you know, you were critical last night and last week about Celtic but the fact that Kyogo's back, Callum McGregor, maybe others coming back, are they going to be back soon enough to mount a challenge against Rangers? Well, they need to win games, Paul. They've not won a game on the road mm-hmm. yet in the league. Hearts away, Livingston away, Rangers away and pointless. Um, six points behind after seven games. You could argue that they've had, you know, a, you know, a decent um, fixture list in terms of weeks worth them. Aberdeen, normally Pataudry, real tough game, the home crowd, etc. But Aberdeen are, are, are way off it um, just now. They're, they're way off it. You know, again, the performance at St Mirren, even down to 10 men. But the potential that we lack of discipline. You look at Johnny Hayes' tackle and you're thinking, right, okay, that, that you know there needs to be there needs to be calm. It needs to be more measured with Aberdeen. But this could be the game that that it turns around for them. Um, I think Celtic might just nick it on on Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them drop points, considering what they've been through last night. And the thing about Hibs, Hibs have got real pace in their team, real energy. Um, and uh, I think Hibs can certainly go to Ibrooks and score. And it's whether Rangers can can up it. So I, th- I could easily see Hibs getting a score draw mm-hmm. at Ibrooks on Sunday. I can see Celtic being in a battle but possibly nicking it but like I say it wouldn't surprise me if both of them dropped points at the weekend I didn't really want those until near the end of the programme but thank <laughs> you for that Mark uh, Jamie wants to know uh, about Celtic what what else what worried you last night What I mean you've lost four goals Jamie four uh, oh, y- yes uh, that, that obviously worries me the bag four because see to be honest with you last night I think they were four cheap goals we lost I really do I think they were four cheap goals because you look at you look at the first one. Yeah. David, David Turnbull. David Turnbull slips. The ball puts the ball in. Yep. And they've named the man the boy there. The second one's a long ball. The second one's a long ball. And the defence is absolutely near. 
Here's the manager speaking. Yeah, what by a Leverkusen were last night? They were ruthless. Clinical. Yeah, they were. They were ruthless. They get that chance to pop Mm. it away. That that was the issue. Because Celtic did create a number of chances. Many. Yep. Um, For me, if Kyogo is match fit, it's a different game. But he's not. Yep. He's not. The problem is he's been injured. He's he's too big a player. That that was great getting him in and getting him a bit of game time. Here's Listen, that will do him the world of good. Ange Postecoglou speaking about individual errors that cost them. Yeah, look, it's 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 part of the experience. If you want to become a top player, then um, you know you you got to understand you can't make mistakes like that. I mean, it's not just a mistake; it's your response to the mistake. And you know we you know, look as I said, look. They're a good side, and they're going to punish you if you if you if you make errors, and they're going to create their own chances as they did tonight. But um, you know, we had our own chances, and that's just as crucial because if you go one nil up instead of one nil down, then it becomes a different game. So, as I said, both in both boxes, we need to improve. Jimmy, how do you think you'll do against Aberdeen? Well, for the straight ball, we really we're going to win. It's a must be win it for Tottenham because. If we don't win the Matondri, the fans are, the fans are so very discontent at the moment, especially around the boys. I'm sorry, around the knees. We've gave hands plenty of time here to try and get it. I know it's the whole injury. That's why I'm saying if we can get the Matondri with three points and we are first and after that, I'm actually glad we should have several players back, which means You take and Kyogo's your man. I think you think they're at Petodre. You know, you're mentioning about the European break, but the, the international that's a worry as well, Barry, isn't it? For, for both teams, for all teams with players playing all over the world and getting injuries. Yeah, so uh, listen, it'll always COVID, be a worry. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, the, the managers that the, when the players go away in international duty because there's a real op- a, a real chance, sorry, they could mm-hmm. get injured. Um, but the pressure's on. See, for Celtic, they need to go up there and win. Mm-hmm. They need to, the pressure's on. And for me, this is when big players stand up and be counted and go and show what they're made of. Uh, whether it's not about playing well, mm-hmm. it's about getting three points. Of course. On you go. Grass Barry, son. Aye, on you go, Jimmy. You've obviously played for the other half of the old family. <laughs> and, uh, and you, I knew your face. <laughs> <laughs>
Jamie, there doesn't even need to be a team talk. They know how important the game is. Postacoglu won't need to go in and say what's needed. The Celtic players, especially the guys that have been there, i.e. Callum McGregor, who knows the club better than anybody, he knows how important this game is up at Bataudry. These are the games where when you when you have a difficult run, people start to criticise, people start to go on your back. The best thing to do is go and get a, a win. And I keep saying, Paul, and it's you hear a lot of ex-players saying it, but it's it's the truth. It's not how you play. Just find a way to win a game of football. Mark, Paul Lambert and uh, Neil Lennon on the telly last night on BT yeah. Sport, and they were quite critical of the team. There's a lot to be critical of as well. Yep. Do you think that everyone is uh, playing their part in the team? I mean, there's obviously mistakes no. in the team, but... I got no, to... no, they're not, Paul. Yeah. It's not good enough, and you can't just switch on. I mean, Barry's in there stand up and be counted <clears throat> show what you're made of just go and win a game mm. but when you look at it basically for for over a year now Celtic really haven't won a game that's mattered mm. apart from okay, the, the tie against Altmar over two legs yeah. but you look at not beating Rangers in God knows how long mm. no won a game away from home lost to Meterland lost to Ross County uh, in the League Cup lost to Rangers in the Scottish so this is a club that's been in decline on and off the park for 12 months you can't just flick it like a switch mm. and expect to become title challengers and there's Rangers no playing well missing key players but they're still top of the league Celtic are, are into the semi-final league cup as well so and Ange Postecoglou has had 13 or 14 weeks to come in and again we'll go back to it what is happening at the club behind the scenes where is the director of football where's the head of recruitment where's the chief scout where's the chief executive what exactly is, is, is Gordon Strachan's role? Let's have more detail on that. But the club are not informing the supporters. They're just giving them the bare minimum. They're telling them what they, they need to tell them as part of a PLC. They're not giving enough communication to the supporters. And guys um, like Jamie and 50,000 others, once again, have put their money in. 30 million quid, what are they getting back? What they're getting back isn't good enough now if they were getting communication they might not agree with what the club want to do but if they're kept in the loop at least they know what's going on what their money is going towards but right now on and off the park absolutely nowhere near good enough Dermot Desmond was at the match last night he was in town do you think there was anything going on is there going to be any change any clarity well it's, it's a chance hopefully for, for Ange Postacoglu and Dermot to sit down and at the end of the day Ange is the manager he'll carry the can I think there's a wee bit of pressure on around. One thing about his comment there, we won't change, but yeah, you need to change. You need to change. Yes, yeah, believe that in what won't. you're doing, but 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 you need to. Put it away. You're you're going to be getting spanked more often than not. You're going you're going to you're going to lose away from home most weeks if you're not willing to change. And if you've not got the players yet that are ready to play that you want to play, then you need to tweak it and then try and go again in January window. But Dermot Desmond in town, and hopefully Ange would get the chance as a manager to sit down with him and say. Uh, Mr Desmond if you want this club to be successful if you want me to have a proper crack at winning the title forget about Europe bottom line they're yeah, also sure. runs at the moment and, and I don't mean that disrespectfully no. bottom line they're also runs at the moment but you want to win the league I need A, B and C see, Can see I as a it? player see what whatever's happened behind the scenes that shouldn't affect what you do in the pitch that's just an excuse do you think, think some that's of the players excuse. do you think some of the players are hiding yeah, you've got to take responsibility. When you play at massive clubs, you've got to take responsibility. See, when it's not going well for you and you're not playing well, you go and you misplace a pass. The fans want to see you go and get that ball again. They want to see players go and take responsibility. 
Paul Lambert, I think, and uh, Neil Lennon were disappointed and after that games if things don't yep. go well. What's up with pointing the fingers? Oh, What's up with yeah, having a chat exactly. with each other? What's up with having a pop at each other? Having a go at each other? I think that's something that's lost in the game. Jamie, we're going to have to take a break. Yep. Paul, can I make one point before go. I go? See what says, Patsy. Can go radio on some fine new what's happening? And the board room is selling back and fine new and not going to be any changes or anything. Stay tuned, we'll let you know. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. We've got breaking news. Rangers and Aberdeen, they're not going to go with the COVID passports this weekend. They were going to be test events. but So Aberdeen Celtic, Rangers against Hebs, no need to show proof of double vaccination because I know the app hasn't been... It's been troubled, let's say, overnight. So, Barry, for the Rangers fans, there'll be 50,000 there on Sunday. We were worried, you said it the other night, about how people would get in. Yeah, how they were going to police it. And obviously, as you just mentioned there, Paul, there's been serious issues with the the new app. Um, So I think uh, both Aberdeen and Rangers have done the right thing. I see there's a big issue in England that the top flight a third of the players maybe two thirds have not that. been double vaccinated and there's now the word going round about conspiracies and all the rest of it Barry what would you say to them in England uh, yeah, any, anybody really well I can only talk about my club we, we've yep. spoke to them and as I said uh, probably 95% of our, our boys are, are double vaccinated the only ones that haven't been are the ones um, that were meant to get it but they, they obviously come down with the virus um, so the vast majority of our Playing squad, um, the full staff have all been double vaccinated and I would say uh, that's a clear message, get double vaccinated. Thank you, Barry. The SFA and SPFL will co-host a meeting of Premiership Clubs at Hamden next Friday with a view to introducing VAR for all men's top-tier matches in the Premiership and for the latter rounds of the Cup competitions, the SFA are prepared to underwrite training costs for match officials. Mark, the point is though, where's the money going to come from? We've got quite a lot on our socials here. Full-time officials have to come first, says Craig. Uh, see someone else too. Saying Scottish football needs investment in so many areas, much more important than VAR. What's your early thoughts on VAR? Well, first of all, I think VAR is is beneficial, Paul, used in the right way. Um, you look at some decisions just over the past sort of 10 days from Thursday night at Tannadice, Dundee United, Hibs, through to, uh, Hibs St. Johnson, the penalty kick, through to some you know bookings and red cards. So there's definitely, um, there's a place for it. And I think if we can afford it, then get it in there. From what I'm led to believe, if we do want to introduce it, pretty much the clubs need to foot the bill. There'll, there'll, mm-hmm. there'll be help. Um, but, you know, with, with COVID at the moment, um, potentially the, the singe deal disappearing, you know, so the, 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 you know, they might lose revenue. The clubs, I think, at the moment, they don't want to commit to anything uh, in case they're going to lose money. But over the piece, all things being equal, I think it's a good thing. And our referees, our top flight referees, absolutely want it. They want it 100%. And they're using it, obviously, in international games and in yeah. uh, European well, Champions One of the chances that, like, are you ever referees, like, your, your Bobby Maddens, your Willie Collins, um, they're up to speed on it, Paul. They've mm-hmm. been training, but what you've got to remember is if you want to bring in VAR to Scottish football, let's say for our top flight starting in August 2022, it's not like one training session. You know, nipped into Strathclyde Park and nipped into Hamden and the referees and the linesmen and the VAR officials in the van are all sorted. This takes months of training and preparation um, to get it right. You've got to include the TV companies, you know, everything. So for our officials, it's not a, an overnight thing. So they need to be trained up. So if there's going to be a commitment to it, 
then that commitment would need to be in place by February at the latest in order for it to be up and running by the start of the new season Barry where do you stand? Yeah it yeah. has its good and bad points there's no doubt about it if you're asking my opinion would I like it yes I would um, I've seen some instances in a lot of games since the start of the season um, which the decisions have been wrong so I'm all for it but first and foremost I think we need to get our referees professionals mm. full time that's that's a problem they're part time these guys um, I think that would help also but again it comes down to costing um, but for me I would like to see it but first I think we should get our referees in a full time uh, capacity well we'll follow this one and we're still at 61% against 39 in favour of it on the at the Go socials at Go Football Show or you can text a message to 87474 or you can call us 08 08 17 17 700 it's the Friday edition the weekend is well underway Go Radio Football Show with Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney and Mark Guidi you off to see the Bond movie soon either of you? yeah yeah uh, daughter's phone me there to see I'm a I'm a free Wednesday night so yes we're going to see it on uh, Wednesday night looking forward to it just so you'll pay for it Barry what about yourself <laughs> you have to see Bond um, no but none, my missus has no says anything um, the, the kids have no says anything but listen it is a movie that I, I probably will um, I've not been to the I've not been to the pictures oh ages or the cinema or the nobody has been uh, yeah. I've, not, I've not been for a long long time so yep. yeah I'll probably make a trip down to, to watch it. Is he the best Bond or is he as good as Sean Connery? I think always yeah. got you know, depending on your age because Sean Connery's Scottish, but I think Sean will always be the one. But I have to say, I, I do like Daniel Craig. There's been some great uh, movies of Munich and Layer Cake and all that. I mean, he has. He's yeah. a he's a handsome man, isn't he? He's a handsome man. I like Daniel Craig. Barry, I thought you were talking about Barry there. Barry thought you were talking about Barry. Okay. No, you thought he was talking about you. No, I knew he wasn't. So much football this weekend. We thought it was big last weekend, uh, obviously with the fight and Ryder Cup, but this weekend here in Scotland, there's some some games, aren't there? Especially Sunday. Look, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Big games. Aberdeen are under pressure. Celtic are under pressure. Rangers have had a bit of criticism. Um, Hibs are, are flying high. I've seen... Jack Ross commenting that, that they're going to come to Glasgow and, and try and get a, a three points. So I think it's a brilliant Sunday football. Huge. Looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, as a cracker. There's so much just now. Obviously, we just see it, you know, on Sky just now and on the wires. Esparta Praga coming back and, the, you know, they're fighting back at Rangers and saying, you know, why are you having a go at our children? Mm. Stephen Gerrard is quite clear about it. He didn't hear it during the game, but playing it back and he heard it and he wants UEFA to do something listen there's there's many there's lots there's hundreds and thousands and, and maybe more people disappointed and frustrated because these things keep raising the head uh, far too often and um, unfortunately the punishments are not enough I said last night there needs to be more done and um, it's the only way it's going to get eradicated because the punishments are nowhere near severe enough yeah it's up to UEFA I've been told that ranges are going to take it up um, with UEFA I think that's already happened and then wheels are already in motion and um, I'll certainly be pushing in my direction to make sure that's the case but Barry back on the field for this weekend we're looking forward to the game with Hibs um, and Edinburgh second and third top Hibs and Hearts I think it's good for the game could they do a Leicester this season either of them have you asked or- my opinion no no no. Um, that'll come down to um, injuries and suspensions for me both Hearts and Hibs um, I look at both starting 11s or maybe 13, 14 players I think they're really strong but when you get into the nitty gritty into like Christmas period I know there's a winter break but 
when you start losing important players I think both Hibs and Hearts will suffer and it's, it's obvious to see that Rangers and Celtic have got the strongest squads but listen it's great seven games in both of them are up fighting at the top of the league um, and as I said it's, it's great for our game Hearts Motherwell I mean again we haven't mentioned Motherwell yet but what a start difficult start right at the beginning mm-hmm. but now they're on a roll yeah, um, you know, when you look at it now, Graham Alexander's recruited really well uh, in the summer. You know, Van Veen, we didn't know much about, but he certainly caught the eye. Tony Watt in a bit of form, Liam Kelly, uh, solid goalkeeper. So yeah, um, they're they're going they're going well. They'll give Hearts uh, a tough game. There's no doubt. The games at Tynecastle, so you would fancy Hearts. I think Robbie Nielsen and Lee McCulloch are really really pleased with their recruitment. They're really pleased with the way players have have settled in. They've they've been backed. Um, they know they're their strongest team now and they'll get one or two more to come back um, from injury so I think that's got the makings of a cracking game but I certainly fancy Hearts uh, to win that one and um, you, you, you said there to Barry you know yeah, could. Can, I, can the Edinburgh team possibly win I don't think they can win it but you know what Paul I, I can see them I can see them being right in there after 25 games mm. you know I, I can I, I don't think they're going to tell you so I don't think by the turn of the year Celtic or Rangers are going to be 15 points clear I really don't I think the Edinburgh clubs will stay in it and then Jack Ross and Robbie Nielsen will be in a brilliant position to, to go to their respective um, owners and say right listen come on let's back his let's have a wee shove at this and also you want you look at we've not even mentioned Muddle two points off Rangers brilliant but then you want Dundee United's and you want Aberdeen's and you want them all fighting up towards the top end of the league because it, it makes it more more exciting but I just think I think Rangers and Celtic have got too big a squads, too much quality for both Hearts and Hibs. What's the team talk going to be like from Scott Brown, do you think, to the Aberdeen players? Up against his old club, Celtic I, I, on I Sunday? I don't think it'll make a difference. Yeah. I think that's in the past. He had a brilliant time there. Successful time, was a great captain, won so many trophies. But Aberdeen pays wages now. Mm. That's where his alliance has got to lie and he'll be going out and trying to get three points because Aberdeen with the squad that they've got and the backing that Stephen Glass have had, they should be further up the league for me. Stephen Glass must be coming under pressure. We'll talk about it in the next hour, but can you imagine it, Mark? That is going to be one to watch and listen to here in Go Radio on Sunday. Scott Brown, it'll be, I mean, we're getting used to it now, seeing him in the yeah. red, but up against Celtic. Yeah, it, it, it will be strange, but he'll be desperate to go and boss that midfield. He'll be desperate to beat Celtic um, on Sunday. Of that, there's no doubt. Um, Celtic made a mistake letting them go and, and Scott Brown may well show them that again on Sunday More after the news The Go Radio Football Show Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 Well hour two and we're taking your calls What about this weekend? What's going to happen on Super Sunday? Aberdeen against Celtic at 12 Scott Brown up against his old team and Rangers top of the table against second top at three o'clock. Rangers against Hibs at Ibrox. And the fans there, because remember last year we kept saying if only the fans could be there, there'll be 50,000 at Ibrox, 20,000 at Petaudry and no COVID passports this weekend needed. So that that's the really good news. Who's going to be the star for your team this weekend? In England the other night, what about Ronaldo? Yet again, deep into Fergie time and he did it. So is it going to be Kyogo for Celtic? Who's it going to be for Rangers? Is it going to be Morellas back in? Is it going to be Fashion Sakala? What about Ronaldo though the other night to get that late, late goal? Ridiculous. <laughs> just, what, what, the, the guy just, um, he's amazing. 
that that's what that's a word that I'll use to describe him. Ninety um, fifth minute, right into deep into injury time, and he comes up with a goal. Listen, he's he's not the same player as he was five years ago in terms of he's, he's not as fast and and mobile. But what what a signing that's been for Ma- Manchester United. Um, he's just a goal scoring machine and. 36 years of age see when he takes that top off ridiculous build he's got ridiculous build be a bit like yourself 30 years ago Paul. <laughs> to Mark oh yeah yeah maybe he was then I didn't know Mark at that time the big goalkeeper and Mark what about Ronaldo and who's going to be the Ronaldo here in Scotland this weekend who's going to get people singing because last night is a disappointment right both Glasgow can, Giants have lost I can imagine him in front of his middle board <laughs> You've been peering in through the thing again. We touched on that one. That's all right. We dicky ball. Oh, it's all there. You're not um, irreplaceable. It'll be tough, <laughs> yeah, honestly. But I mean, <laughs> Chris Boyd's a really good turn, isn't he? <laughs> oh, where were we? And Hughie's still there. What about this for Scotland this weekend? I mean, it's a brilliant. I'm just. Oh, actually, it's a great cap. Yeah. It's a great cap. But I, I missed it when, when I was on in Monday night. We were on. I thought you look at it on Sunday. You think this is proper. You know, this is really Hibs going to Ibrox, second top, Aberdeen v Celtic at Petodry, always tasty, live on the telly, full house at Petodry, full house at Ibrox, fans back in, all to play for. Every one of those sides under pressure, or not under pressure, but got pressure on them to go and win the game for, for different reasons. Even Hibs. Hibs will be expected, you know, because of Rangers' form, yes, Rangers are top of the league, but because of their form and your Hibs have kept Martin Boyle, Chris Cadden powerful strong mm. John Newell lovely left foot uh, Paul McGinn up and down the right hand side uh, Josh Doy got him down the left hand Scott side Allen come in last Scott week. Allen was terrific last week uh, Barry I know you like him and he yep. was it was terrific and potentially Jamie Murphy who I think is an excellent footballer so clever such a clever player middle to front but can they do it at Ibrox I, 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 I can honestly see Hibs getting a point getting a score drawn Sunday really? Really, yeah, yeah I can yeah I can't. I might be wrong. Mm. Might be the, the day that Rangers, the spark comes. Yep. We know we 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 forty eight fifty thousand Rangers fans behind it. It might just be the day and, and showing that support again for Glen Kamara because of the circumstances of last night. So it might be that that wee spark mm. comes back on Sunday. But if Rangers are to do it, they'll need to lift the level of performance that they've had mm. in the past couple of games. When you look at Hibs, just the players that you mentioned, I think Joe Newell in the middle of the yep. pitch, wonderful left foot. He can dictate a game of football. You've got Boyle, Nisbet's. No hit the ground running, um, so that's a big game for him. And Scott Allen, listen, he's had these problems um, over the last year or so. Went out on loan last year to uh, Cali Thistle to get a bit of game time, but supposedly um, at the weekend um, he was really good for. I mean, you were at the game. Uh, he was looking really he on was, it. He yeah, was, yeah. And, and when Scott Allen's fit and he's on it, he's he can hurt you. Um, but for me, she's a footballer. These are the games you want to play in. Fifty-two thousand fans. There's a wee bit of pressure on Rangers. The players need to go and show how good they are. Um, guys that have not hit the ground running in terms of their form this year. And then you go to the game up at Petodre. I mean, Aberdeen. Um, there's been a bit of murmurs with it for, for their fans. No happy. Um, That's it, eight I watched games, the game. No yeah. wins. I watched yep. the game last week. I thought they were in control of the game until the man gets sent off mm-hmm. and then they kind of lost that a wee bit. And then Celtic. A defeat away to Livingston. Drop two points at home against Dun United they need to go up there and really mm-hmm. put a performance on if not a performance they need to win the game Mark I think you were going to come in on Rangers there and Hibs yeah no and, yeah. and just in, in, in general Paul Barry's right Celtic need to go and win Paul they've not won in, their own in, in, in yeah. the league they're six 
in the table even if they won on Sunday they can't get into the top four mm. um, you look at and just in, in, in terms of uh, the other game tomorrow I think the Tayside Derby St Johnson um, Dundee has the makings of a, of a cracker there was a good League Cup tie a couple of weeks ago the, 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 what's happened with, with Lee Griffiths and that tie as well and I think for for Liam Craig um, Paul mentioned for Liam Craig if he appears tomorrow and he probably will he becomes a, the record appearance holder for St Johnson and it couldn't happen to a, a nicer bloke what a top man how many is. games? 4-2-3 I think it will be fantastic isn't it? Like that. wow yeah, yeah, great, yeah great to see I was, I was saying uh, I was talking to Mark off here there um, nice guy off the pitch an animal on the pitch Aye, yeah. What, yeah, Jekyll and Hyde yep. Yep, that's, what, that's how I described him <laughs> exactly uh, but listen it's brilliant to see players who give a great service to a club um, hopefully he'll put a good performance that's a great game and then but look we're talking Hearts and Muddle third against fourth as yeah. well we'll go through all the games in Probably. this hour 0808 08, 17 17 700 Muddle fans what do you reckon I was up in the area today and some of the some of the scarves are about there's some flags out people are really up for it in Motherwell because the team there will look at the table Rangers 16 points then come Hibs and Hearts on 15 Motherwell on 14 Dundee United on 11 and Celtic on 10 and then 7th is Aberdeen on 8 points uh, St Mirren on 7 St Johnson on 6 the first win last weekend Livy on 4 points and Ross County on three points Dundee bottom yeah indeed Dundee bottom well, well remembered they were Dundee right at the Your bottom model, well but see when you look at that table Paul yeah. look, I don't think Aberdeen are going to win the game I think it'll be a, a point at best but if Aberdeen do win on Sunday if they beat Celtic at their own yep. stadium they go above Celtic and yet we're saying mm. that Stephen Glass has had a shocker and give, you've got to give Ange Post to Coglu tight Stephen Glass isn't long in the job um, I yeah. so it depends it depends what way you want to flip it what, what way you want to look at it I just look at Aberdeen but they've got real quality players mm-hmm. so why are they not showing it? I don't know listen it takes a bit of time he's built um, a new team they certainly play in a different manner there's no doubt about it but you look at their squad and then I looked at their bench um, when they were playing St Mern a strong strong bench as well mm-hmm. Aberdeen um, so for me they should be four or five points better off no doubt about it Celtic are up against them 12 o'clock Sunday here's the Celtic manager speaking about the Dons yeah tough tough game and um, it's not about lifting them you know you've got to take this disappointment and let it fuel you because it can't just be it's not just about being a good football team you've got to there's got to be something more there and, and we disappointed our fans tonight and you've got to take that anger and that um, disappointment and use it in a positive way and that is in a tough game away from home is you know show that you know we, we've learned our um, you know we've learned the repercussions and the consequences of, of a night like tonight and we don't want to repeat it and about Aberdeen yeah I think you know you don't, again you don't, you don't want to ignore your opponent because you've got to respect you know what they bring and like you said they've had a probably a disappointing start for them but you know, I guess they'll be just as motivated and, and you know, they, they didn't have a game midweek, so they may see some advantage in that. So, But again, all these things become irrelevant. We, we've we just got to be a, a stronger team than, than what we are at the moment in terms of turning our performances into into results. And getting Cal back tonight will help because he's, you know, he's one that won't accept what's going on at the moment. Um, but if you look at that starting lineup, there's a lot of guys who are just beginning their Celtic careers and... I think having someone like Cal out there to, to make him understand what's what's expected at this football club in terms of 
consistent performances and consistent results, I think, will help us in a game like Sunday. What's expected at a club like this, Barry? It shades of what you were saying earlier on. It should on. only be Callum McGregor. Mm. Every player should be like that. But they're not. Yep, that's a problem. When I, when I came home for training last night, I watched, um, I caught the tail end of Paul Lambert and Neil Lennon um, in the studio and I thought it was bang on what they said. Nowadays, there's no pointing fingers. There's no having a an argument, a heated argument. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, it's a passionate game, isn't it? Yep, you've got yeah. to be passionate. Uh, listen, you're not going to win every game. It's impossible to win, uh, win every game. Um, but you've got to show a, a level of consistency, but you've got to show that you care. And I think sometimes nowadays, not enough players do. Mark, does he know his best Defensive lineup, for example. Uh, I think that's where the where the hard work uh, really lies. Paul uh, is getting that, you know, getting a, a solid back four. That's what your foundations yeah. built on. You know, you look at Rangers last season, clean sheet after clean sheet, yeah. an outstanding goalkeeper and a real steady back four where we can we kill them. Maybe with the goals and certain half partner might have changed yeah. once or twice, but in the main, Barisic, Tav, and here your two fullbacks, yeah. and the rest kicked on um, from there. And the, and the point there that Ange Postecoglou made was exactly why I made the point just before the break about Scott Brown. Scott Brown should never have been allowed to leave Celtic. And, and, and I know people will say, yeah, but Scott Brown was a captain during last season when things were clearly going pear-shaped. But yeah, he's been an outstanding captain and leader. And purely because of the upheaval and the uncertainty and who's going to be the manager and the way things are off the park is exactly the reason why when 10 new players are coming in that Scott Brown should still be at Celtic and I'm not saying he's going to be better than Callum McGregor Callum McGregor's been outstanding and maybe the fact that Scott Brown's left has, has allowed Callum McGregor to grow into role but when there was that amount of upheaval at the club for me it was real mismanagement that Scott Brown was not secured on a contract nailed down and still at the club to, to help with this uh, process where there's a lot of changes being made it's hard to believe, isn't it? The way, how badly wrong it went. But they need to get a spark now. Celtic Rangers too, but yeah, looking both, at Celtic both just now, both, Rangers yeah. and Celtic need to get a spark. What do you think's happening at Rangers, Barry? You know it better than anyone. You're a Rangers legend. There is something uh, uh, missing. Yeah, it's like, listen, Mark made a, a good point, a valid point for me. The, the back five, and that's including the goalkeeper, but the spine of the team is the most important. Morelos played every game. Stephen Davis played every game. If Stephen Davis wasn't there, Ryan Jack, but he obviously got injured. Aribo and Kamara in the middle of the pitch. Golson and Holanda. Um, so we, we, when you're missing big players, it does affect you. But I still look at the Rangers squad and it's still, it, it's still strong enough. It still should be strong enough. Um, they're just not hitting top for them. And they need to start hitting top for them pretty soon. And there's no better game for me when second top come to Ibrox. You can put that to bed with a real strong, good winning performance. It's going to be some game. We'll come back to it in a moment or two. Let's go back on the lines. 0808 17 17 700. Go radio Friday evening. Frank is on the line. Frank, good evening. Uh, good evening, uh, Paul and Mark and Barry. How are you doing, Frank? How are you doing? Good evening. Um, yeah, I want to challenge the general kind of um, thrust of the programme from... Well, from Barry and Mark especially, that um, Ange must, it seems to be a capital M-U-S-T, must change. I totally disagree with that, completely disagree with it. Because what th this isn't about somebody that's been in the job 
for like two seasons and it's the same things that are happening all the time and nothing's improving. This guy's been in the job two months. And in any change of the magnitude that he has got to undertake, the same people that are saying he must change are the same ones that understood the magnitude of the job three months ago before they got it. All we, all we kept hearing was that this is a huge rebuild, massive rebuild. It's going to take a long, long time. And now it's like panic buttons are getting pressed and also pressure from the media suddenly going on hands. Same media that said it was a massive rebuild job. And he must be given the one word that I've been on your show before mm-hmm. and must be bored here and that is time. And without giving a manager who has got this whole new way of playing, completely new, that is going to obviously create inconsistency in performances. You know yourself, Barry, you're a professional player. If, you know, if, say, for talking to a manager came into Rangers and said, let's see the play we've been playing, forget that. This is a whole new way we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'd be consistent performances for day one? Yeah, see, see my point, Frank, is when I played in Europe, and I think you'll agree with me here, under three top managers, Walter Smith, Dick Advocate, Alec McLeish, we come up against teams by a Leverkusen's quality, i.e. back in the day, Bayern Munich, um, and so on, into Milan, whoever it is, I could mention a number of teams. We were respectful of the fact that they were going to be a better team. Now, if we went toe-to-toe with them, there was only going to be one winner. So we had to go with a game plan to try and frustrate, sit in, be compact, keep the game as tight as long as possible and then maybe the last 20 or 15 minutes then we can go and have a pop. That's all I was saying sometimes, I think, last night against Bayer Leverkusen. They're a top team, Frank. They're a Champions League team. If you go toe-to-toe with them, there was only going to be one outcome. Do you actually think that if we didn't go toe-to-toe and we actually defended that we were going to beat them? Really? Do you think that... The, far the, too open. The, just let me speak a wee sec, Barry. Do you think, seriously, in the transition, the massive transition that Andy's having to undertake with a completely decimated squad with injury, that if Celtic went out and Andy's completely changed what he's been telling the players for the minute he came in the door, and said, by the way, guys, see tonight, I don't really think we're good enough to play this by... A, I don't think you guys are up to it, to play your normal attacking way. And I don't trust you. And I think, really, forget all that I've been telling you. Because I actually don't think that's going to work. So let's get men behind the ball. I'm no no saying that, Frank. No, but Frank, 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 see what I'm talking about, Walter Smith and Dick Advocate and Aunt McLeish. It wasn't that we're no good enough to go and and, and go, like what I'm saying, toe-to-toe. Sometimes you've got to be respectful who you're coming up against. You've got to slightly change the way you play. That's all I was saying. That I thought itself, yeah, you, you can't go all out, whoever you're playing I, against. I, I, I don't, yeah, but I disagree because, Barry, I've watched football like, well, longer than you, I'm a bit older than you. Doesn't mean to make say I'm any wiser or, or, yep. or any more about football. Yep. But I've, I've watched this approach from, from Celtic teams. I can only speak for Celtic, obviously, but mm-hmm. I've seen it afar from other yep. clubs. I mean, this were, oh, let's, let's now, you know, settle down the first 20 minutes. You know, get into the game, and then you know um, we'll try and get the odd break away. And wait, Barry, ninety percent of that approach has led to Celtic getting beat countless times. I've watched. We have got a guy. 
See, everybody's focusing on the game by game here. This isn't about game by game. Nobody seems to listen to what Postacoglu says. And also, they don't listen to the players who have been working with Ange since, since, since he took the job on. This isn't about this season's Europa League. This isn't about just Saturday. Yes, Saturday's a big game because if Ange loses or draws, he's, under, he's going to get put under pressure. The usual big, loud voices are going to demand this, that and the other. This is about a big, long-term build this guy's got. Now, if you want to make the dramatic changes in how you play, whereby you're going to produce a team in a season or two that's going to excite and thrill the fans to bits. It's all-out attack. We went we went toe-to-toe with Bayer Leverkusen last night for the first minute. We could have been two or three up before they scored. Now, mm. I'm not saying that, that they weren't a better, but they're a far individually better team than us. They've been together for how long? They're a really settled team, but that's the point I'm making. And for getting up against a team like that, we lost a, a giveaway goal, the first one, a penalty kick, another one. Now, that wasn't, a, to me, it didn't look a 4-0 four, game, but that's not the point here. Celtic, under Ange Postecoglou, did not go into a shell. He went out and was brave enough to say, guys, I trust you. Play the way you've been playing against every other team I've told you to play the same way. I trust you. Go and do it. And do you know what? I'm proud of Celtic last night. Frank, stay with us. We're taking a quick break. You're saying it as a long-term project. You're making some good points. We'll be back with you after this. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. So last night, Rangers losing 1-0 in Prague against Sparta and Celtic losing at home 4-0 to Bayer Leverkusen. 0808-1717-700. We're with Barry Ferguson, Mark Weedy, Paul Cooney. Loads of your calls coming in. And VAR could be on its way to Scotland. What do you reckon? Go on the Go Socials. We're still at 61-39 in favour of VAR. But not everybody for VAR Frank is on from Maryhill making some points um, about the project which is Ange Postacoglu and saying that he needs to be given time Barry yeah but yeah. I, I, listen the way that Ange Postacoglu plays the game attack minded is good to watch my point was I'm just going through my experiences of being in Europe and coming up against top teams which with top managers how we approach the game Cutting your cloth accordingly That's, is what that, you're saying. That was yeah. my point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank, still with Barry, us? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Barry, sorry to interrupt. Barry, you took that approach with games under Walter Smith and that and, and because you had a settled way of playing. It was a No, we played a different way domestically, Frank. We we played no, no, a total different way domestically yeah, but, until yeah, yeah. unless it was in Europe, we played two different types of football, two t- different types of games. Exactly, Barry, and and I understand that. What I'm trying to say is, the type of football you played was even at home. It wasn't the all-out, complete attacking football uh, against every single team that I'm just intending to do. I mean, let's be honest. If you were away to Aberdeen um, or uh, playing Celtic, I'm sure it was a bit more cautious your approach. Let's know, you know, be a, a bit more less on the front foot to start with. Blah blah. I don't know. Maybe at, I, I, at home. At home. Yeah, but not 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 Petodge. What I'm trying right. to say is, Ange Postecoglou is, and again, if I wish to goodness people would just listen to the guy, he's building something. And this I mentioned, there's three players you see who have been with Ange this season working underneath him. 
and who have been made statements uh, relating to what's going on, and each of them mention the same word. The three are Callum McGregor made a statement, um, the goalkeeper made a mis- uh, made a statement, and the guy uh, Ryan Christie made a statement. And each of those statements contained the words. There's a building, there's a big build going on here. Right, let's hear Callum McGregor speaking after the game last night in the 4 0 defeat. What he's asking us to do is a very demanding style of football. You know, there's no many teams that are, are playing this way. But what we have to do is stick together, us as players, with the manager, and, and us as a club. We have to stick together because there's no point in getting a third of the way through the process and then just throwing it in the bin. That doesn't make sense. Frank? 100%. And 100%. And that's why. I'm, I come on tonight to say I'm so proud that Ange had the backbone and the guts to, to the fact that he's playing a top class team he, he, he had the guts to stick by what he believes in and you know you don't because what I said to there Barry was if he walked into the dressing room last night and said guys we've changed what I've been telling you since the minute I came in the door I've been telling you this is going to work but see tonight I don't it's, uh, they're a bit of a good team here I don't think they will no what you do Barry is you take the defeat and you don't change, you don't throw it in the bin, as, as Callum correctly says. And what you simply do is, you get better at what you did, what you do. You get better and better and better. You start to eradicate a lot of the silly mistakes, and you start to be more um, clinical in your in your chances. You just get better and better. You don't throw away what your what your core beliefs are. Okay, Mark Goody, what would you say? Well, no, Frank came on and he said yep. he wants to disagree with, with, with Barry and I and take us to task and, and Frank's exaggerated um, what we said a couple of times. You know, Frank said, you know, you don't make dramatic changes. At no point tonight has the word dramatic been used. What I said was, tweak it. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. That's what you want to do. Now, Frank's proud of Celtic losing 4-0. That's great for Frank. It's not me. It's not me. Absolutely not. I'd rather stay in the game, and I know. And you say, oh, so what you do is you stay in the game. You 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 respect it. You and you don't go in and say, oh, we're inferior to Bayer Leverkusen. Yes, you stick to your your beliefs, but you tweak it, Paul. Example: Celtic two 0 up away to Real Betis. Finish the game. See it out. Become more defensive. Become more solid. Do not lose the game. What happens? Celtic lose four three. Frank said. We could have scored three goals last night. So you're happy, Frank, that's the way it is now for Celtic. We could have scored three what? goals. Are you happy with that now? That's what it's come to now as a Celtic supporter. We could have scored three goals. Mark, what I'm not happy about is you completely misrepresent what I said. No. Nope. As you've done in another station many a time. No. Nope. And by the way, if if well, I Frank, have, let, let Frank, let's let's get no, let's get to what I put you let's get to what I corrected you on. Did I say that Ange has to make dramatic changes? Did I say that? If you did not say that, I apologise. Good. Well, get it right then, Frank. So, seeing you come on, you want to pull us up. You get it right. You get it factually correct, and then we're off in the right. Frank, so carry on. Mark, please calm down. No, I'm I'm perfectly calm. But you, you, Frank, deliberately, you deliberately do it, and you pull us up for things that you are guilty of yourself. You are not. You are not saying accurately. What no. I said. So if you are more accurate, we'll go right. off on a better right. foot. Let's keep this for the whole audience here. I don't want to get it down to just Frank what right. may have been said in the past. Right. You're making the point here. Mark came back and said, right, 2-0 against Real Betis. Why doesn't he tweak it in a case like also, that? Also, Paul, yeah. I was going back in my experiences yeah. of as course, a player yeah. under three, which I would class sure. as top yeah. managers. Sure. 
and it's nothing about going in and think we're inferior to who we're coming up against we knew we had good players but we had a game plan to try and stay in the game right. and try and get something from the sure. game I never yeah. went out thinking oh no I'm playing against this guy I'm going to get sure. beat I'm scared of them never once did that cross my mind yep. or cross my teammates mind so Frank just before it, right right yeah. hey, Mark I, I was big yeah. enough to apologise for maybe overstating your case okay can you apologise for saying that I was proud at Celtic losing 4-0 I never said that what I am proud of and it just to, just so maybe you listen to what I'm saying I'm listening I'm Frank proud, I am proud that my manager who's from the minute he came in told everybody we are going to develop and build a team that plays the most exciting attacking football. And we're not going to buckle from it. We're not going to cow to the loud voices. We're not, I'm not going to cave in. Right. And, and no, let me finish, please. He just Let me finish. He, he has been absolutely, I can disagree if you like, but the one thing we Ange, you his consistency is there. And I, did, I am not proud, no sales of proud of losing 4-0. I am proud that my manager sent his players out and believed in his players to go toe, go on the front foot for the first minute, which we did last night. And regard, relating to the results we've had recently, he could have been forgiven for being more defensive, but he didn't because he believes. He believes in what he's doing. And I just wish the Celtic supporters in their entirety would have that same belief in this man who's going to bring us something we have been dreaming of watching and I asked and I plead with Celtic supporters to don't jump in individual results see what the guy's developing and building listen to Callum McGregor what he said you don't throw it in the bin because a couple of bad results or bad or performances that aren't there and all I'm saying is and his respect to you Barry for your years and again he has got a way of wanting to play this beautiful football game. At yeah, I respect that, Frank. I, I respect the way that he, he wants to go about it. But I was just giving yeah. my opinion yeah. as being an ex-player. That's yeah. all I was doing. Frank, is he going to start on Sunday? Do you think Celtic can win at Petaudry? Well, come on, Paul. Obviously we can win. Again, you know, I'm not good. If, let, let, let's go in worst-case scenario here. Celtic... Blues and at, at Aberdeen designs. So what do we say? Oh, the last two months and what Andrew's got planned for the next season or so or two to, in building terms, just just forget it. Just get rid of him. Just get rid of him. Throw him, throw him out to the wolves. Or do you say no? We believe in him. And the bumps in the road, which will be a massive bump if we don't win in, in, on Sunday, you take them in the chin, and you take them and you learn from them and you get better and you get better. He's working with a squad. He's hardly even had time to work with them. We've said that repeatedly here, Frank, and you know that in Go Radio. Right, the thing is, what about the defence? What are they going to do? And has he the tactical skill to sort out the defence? Or does he have the players? Does he have the uh, strength to take on the owner or whatever and say, give me defenders. It doesn't look as though you've got a good enough defence. Paul, you and I don't know what conversations, what relationships or he has with either Dermot Desmond or the CEO. We yep. don't know. We're only guessing. Yep. So there's no... I, I find it very tiresome when pundits start filling in the blanks. And by the way, I am critical of the board in the sense that if they'd come out three months ago when I was got the job and made it perfectly clear to every Celtic fan, we're going down a road here that's going to have lots of 
twists and turns, ups and downs, bumps in the road. And if we only end up with 25,000 season ticket holders instead of 55, so be it. But this is what we're doing because in a year or two, we're going to have a team to be proud of. That's what they should have done. And they can still do that. But they need to be quick about it. Mm-hmm. They need to put their colours to the mask right behind this guy. He is, he is the guy that can do it for us. We have to believe, but the board have to have the guts to come out and back him 100% and take the flag for the fans if results don't go their way. We must stick with him. Previous other clubs around in, in history have showed if you stick with a guy that you believe in, the dividends are enormous. Frank, I, I, I get what you're saying. and, and you know, I, I, and Listen, I've nothing against Ange Postagoglu. I like him as a person, can only judge him in terms of, I think he's upbeat, I think he's good, I like the cut of his, his jib in terms of ma- a manager, the jury's very much out, but he has only been in the job 13 or 14 weeks, you need to give him time, and, and believe in him, absolutely, because you know, what I've said as well is, and I want your opinion on this as a Celtic supporter, I don't know if you're a season ticket holder or not, but I'm sure if you're not, you've paid your money to get in, over the years, the way the club the lack of communication towards fans. I said, I want you taking that. But before that, I always cite a point, Frank, about believing in somebody and making sure that you stick by them and don't turn on them. My point about that is, and he was an idealist, John Barnes. Had Celtic not sacked John Barnes, they'd never had Martin O'Neill. They sacked John Barnes after seven or eight months and he had Ayo Berkovic and I remember Paul covered Celtic a lot at that time this new way of playing and they'll, they'll take on Dick Advocate and da 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 Martin O'Neill came in did Martin O'Neill play beautiful football he played winning football what were they they were solid what did they then do they went and Barry played against them so that that's my were, point yes believe in people team, Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point at some point you've yeah. actually got to say where is the evidence to yeah. keep believing in this manager? And I'm not saying it's yeah, at that stage yeah. with Ange at all. Sure. I'm talking in general terms with Frank. Where is the evidence to support that we need to keep believing in this manager? So that's, you need to provide evidence, Frank, to have that belief. And that's what Ange has got to start doing. But it can't be isolated. I agree with you on that. And he needs more help. There needs to be more communication from the football club he looks to isolated, the supporters. Doesn't yeah. he, Mark? It, uh, it, you know, it, 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 now, I don't optics. know. If, again, I really genuinely don't know if he wants his own backroom staff in or one guy or if he's happy with what he's got, whatever. But if he does want somebody in and, and he's not getting them or he's. Can he make it, you know, be decisive. And if you want somebody, you know, getting it, dig your heels in. Mm. You know what? And say, actually, no, this isn't good enough. I, I want more and getting the yeah. more guy in. Yeah, can I answer your points one by one, Mark? Just to, you've asked me to respond to a couple of things. I forget the order, and I forget maybe some. Number one was the board. Yeah. The board must start communicating with the, with the fans better. Now, I do, I'm not interested in the day to day updating everything the board's done today. That's not what we're talking about here. I'm talking about a general picture here. Are the board 100% behind the manager in the in the sense that what he what he's proposing will take at least a season. I think it will be at least two seasons because he's going to need three or four windows to to get rid of the players that are in his that that won't do the particular energetic high octane job that he needs and bring in players at will. That is going to take three or four windows. Now, that's not to say we don't progress in that period. Of course it doesn't. But the board are going to have to at some point because when you've got fluctuating results, the pressure comes on the board from the fans, there's no doubt. But they're going to have to come out and be strong and say, we don't care if you're pulling the bricks off 
the front of Parkhead were sticking by this guy. And that is shown to be true. I could give you examples in the history in the past, or the clock right. doesn't matter. I need the time for that. The other question I think you were saying, um, I can't remember. What the the evidence of progression, yeah. like the, the John Barnes yeah, to Martin and, and, and that'll thing. be time, Mark, yeah, isn't it? We can't do yeah, that. We don't yeah, have that yeah, yet. Yeah, no, no, exactly. The, the, but you see, when John Barnes and, if you like, Tony Mowbray both get the bullet, I, 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 I was pretty much a lone wolf, if you like. And I said, people saying, oh, thank God they're gone and all this. And my question was then, and it is now, we will never know if John Barnes would have been a success. We will never know in the fullness of time if Tony Mowbray would have been a success. You right. cannot. Okay. No, man, no, let me, you cannot. Sorry, Mark, we're very brief. You cannot. <laughs> that was Paul, by the way. That was Paul. <laughs> Oh, sorry, He's Paul. in charge. It's, it's He's in charge, right. by the way, Frank. Frank. No, I take your charge. point. We'll never know. Because we'll never know. But, but, yeah. but what we do know is yeah. John Barnes yeah. was replaced with Martin O'Neill. Sure. And that's my point. Yeah, but, 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 no, no, without a doubt, Mark. And listen, but that was a stroke of, if, I don't mean luck in the sense we just picked him out of thin air, but sometimes wrong decisions can be followed by fortuitous decisions. And it was fortuitous that Martin came and gave us those years. But... Or what? What? And I'll just think with this. What um, Ange is proposing, if again people would listen to him, is more than what Martin, God bless him, gave us. More than the manager now at Leicester City gave us. What Ange is proposing is to put in place a way of playing football at our club that will last and continue for 10, 20 oh, years. Oh, Frank, Frank, Frank honestly, seriously, Frank, yeah. I'm, and I'm not having a go here. Don't give me that pat. Honestly, that's Mark, a piece. Yeah. That is a piece of nonsense. Brendan Rodgers gave you back-to-back trebles in an unbeaten season. Martin O'Neill gave you a European final and three titles. Uh, a fight. So see all this. And just putting something in place for a decade with the greatest of respect to you, Frank, and to Ange. That does not work in football nowadays. That is a piece Mark, of nonsense. It's honestly, Frank. It is. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Mark, you can have what you like. I'm going to have my wee say here, Mark. It's going to have to be, we've got 30 seconds, Frank, and that's it. We need to go on. I'll finish with this, Paul, is that I respect what these two managers did for us. I do not dismiss it. It was brilliant, fantastic. What Andrew's putting in place is from the age of 10 through... The, every player at Celtic Park behind the young, youngster will play the football that the first team plays. And that's happened in other clubs, which I could go into another time, and he's proposing that what he's putting in place, that type of exciting, attacking, front foot football will be a conveyor belt type situation where, and where, whereby our own young players will slip seamlessly into our team. And yes, we'll still have to go out and buy the odd player, Five. but fundamentally we will we, we will supply our own players and that Four. is the big, big job he's got. Frank, thanks for the call. We will watch night by night, five till seven. Thanks for your call. Thanks, Passioned. Uh, plea there to people to give them time. It's a project. Quick break and then we're back and looking to tomorrow and Sunday's games. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. 0808 17 17 700 we're here today and we're on on Sunday 12 till 5. It'll be Hunter and Hockey 10.30 till 12. 
and uh, it's going to be Chris Van der Kyle who will be on the programme on Sunday morning it's going to be a great listen Minecraft so many different things he's been involved in one of the top entrepreneurs so it's uh, Tom and Willie from 10.30 till 12 and then we're here Davy Proven Craig Moore loads of your calls Aberdeen against Celtic Scott Brown up against his old team Callum McGregor in charge now and back fit playing last night and then at three Rangers against Hibs it's the kind of weekends that we live for it would cheer up even Frank there wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that um, but no listen brilliant Sunday I mean you just mentioned two players there Scott Brown and Callum McGregor coming up against each other um, two captains yeah, um, yeah. and for me that's where games are, are mostly won the midfield battle that's the engine room and then bang after it Hibs are coming to Ibrox to go and attack by all accounts Jack Ross is coming to win the game Rangers not been in top form 52,000 fans behind them they need to go and put a performance on I tell you there'll be a decent battle it used to be a right good midfield battle tomorrow afternoon as well Paul at the endo drill Ferguson in one dugout Hartley in another dugout that'll be a good wee You're battle looking forward to, to that, that aren't you? Yep. against well. uh, Cove Rangers come back to that in a minute or two Getting to my bed early tonight <laughs> looking forward you've got that you are. you're up for it tomorrow on Sunday here's Stephen Gerrard speaking about the, the spark that's missing um, listen I think you well within your rights to read into anything that we're doing here tactically or in my decisions that's what you guys are paid to do I, I'm fully aware that's what you do um, we, we as a staff and me as a manager are trying to find the perfect uh, solution. We're trying to find this settled team that will um, play with this spark and this little bit of life that we have been missing, if you like. Um, but what I would say is we're not concerned or worried here. We, we know where we are. Um, we've been short in the two Europa League games. Um, but at this level, which is improving year on, year out, if we want to keep growing and going to, to the extra level, we, we need in, in transfer windows to spend big money. It, it's simple as that. To compete with the teams that we're playing against, we have to spend big money. In the last two windows, we haven't spent a penny. So there has to be some realism there as well. To compete with these teams and to beat these teams on their own patch, when transfer windows are open, we have to spend money to compete at this level, not just win, just to compete. So there has to be some common sense as well when you're judging us from the outside. Um, this spark and this little bit of life that you guys are talking in the last two press conferences it'll come it'll come trust me because we've got really good players here and we'll keep improving and we'll keep working hard and that spark will come but it'll certainly come quicker if we can find this settled team and if we can keep our main players fit and available and if players that are fit and available get themselves in better form Mark yeah, that, that's I've not heard Stephen Gerrard no. goes further that before. A transfer uh, window. Well, yeah, you know we need to spend money not just to win but to compete. We've not spent money in the last two transfers, so again that that's factual. So he's given you facts, so you can't you can't argue with that. But it, but it has still been backed by the board to some truth, and he delivered. They delivered the title. I would disagree in terms of we need to spend money just to compete. I'm sorry, you should be able to. You should be able to beat Sparta Prague. I know, okay, I know it's away from home. It's a difficult team. Leon, different kettle of fish. I get that. But Sparta Prague and, and Bronby, now, it, it was competing in Europe fine last season. We said, okay, they brought players in. So, no, I can't, I can't accept that, that you can't, um, you know, you're not able to compete in the, in the Europa League. Malmo and the Champions League qualify. Can't tell you we shouldn't be able to beat Malmo with what Rangers have got. Absolutely should. So, listen, I think Steven Gerrard has been great for Rangers, but also, and he's been very good in Europe, but, when you know when you're not beating Sparta Prague or you can't nick a point, 
you, you can't beat t- 10 men a Malmo as well then then you know you've got to there's got to be something else. you know we, we should be and that's down to the players too that's down to the players to deliver and, and go and do it on the pitch as well Barry are you surprised by those comments about the transfer window yeah well Mark just mentioned there it is facts they've, they've not not spent any transfer fee um, on any players probably big wages that have come in no doubt about it um, in terms of this Europa League group stage take it Leon out I think Leon are on a yeah. different level with the money they spend but I agree Sparta Sparta Prague and Bronby should be teams that Rangers should be beating um, but in terms of the spark look it's clear he trusts his players he knows look there is very good players at Rangers there's no doubt about it it's just when are they going to click they need to click sooner rather than later and what a game for that to happen then second place coming to town and and, and Sunday afternoon do you think Rangers are going to win yes I believe both will win I I believe Rangers will win the game by a couple of goals and I think Celtic will go up that'll be tight but I think Celtic will will get the three points is Morelos back in from the start yeah he straight in yeah no doubt about it I think that's a wee wake up call for him um, I know Mark mentioned earlier maybe rested but listen he's not been in great form I know he set the goal up last week for Joe Arebo at Dundee but he needs to get back to playing at his best and that's scoring goals and, and being a right pest to central defenders so for me Morelos comes in Rangers get three points and for me Celtic go up to Petaudry uh, Sunday lunchtime and get three points as here's, well Here's the news on Connor Goldson we, We'll leave Connor today we leave him today and, and hopefully we'll see if he can get through training tomorrow. We want to give it an extra 24 hours. So at the moment, he's got an outside chance, but he's still a doubt. Um, but I'm hoping in my p- position that he's going to be available for us. Mark, he was so solid last yeah. season, the defence was. Yeah, he's he, you know he's he's a good he's a right good player um, for Rangers and I'm sure that's one that Stephen Gerrard and the Rangers supporters would want to get tied down in his new contract as well. Seems to be rambling on are rumbling on rather for a long time so you want to you know, get that stability get him signed up um, so yeah that'd be a blow for Rangers if he's not available considering that that, that Holanda's out um, uh, too uh, obviously so you don't want to reshuffle uh, too much so yeah th- that's why he's giving um, Conor Goldson he'll give him right up to the last second to make himself available Kevin's on the line Kevin a quick word uh, about Celtic good evening good evening guys how are you doing yeah good Kevin running out of time what, what, what do you want to say about uh, Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, well, it's not going to click straight away. He needs time. Um, he really does need time. It's not going to click straight away. Okay, we asked for a quick point, and that is a quick point. Yeah, we are running out of time, and nobody's saying that no, he's no, not going to be given time. I mean, we, yeah. we, you know, Barry, with the wee tussle with, with, with Frank, you know, ten minutes ago, and, and I get yeah. what Frank's saying. I get, I get his point, and Kevin's right, and none of us have ever said mm-hmm. don't sure. give Ange time. We get it; it's an absolute overhaul at the football club. There's new players coming. Of course, he needs time, and I hope he gets it. Yeah, I, I think he'll get time. I think he'll get another couple of windows at least. You, you can see what football he's wanting to play he's wanting to play free flowing attacking um, he's still no good he's, he's probably the players that he wants so January will be important but next summer will be the biggest one for him Kevin scoreline for you at Petaudry oh 2-2 two, two, I think honestly uh, you, two, two. you think yeah, the drops yeah well you're saying it is going to take time 
Did you see a draw? You could see no, I, 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 yeah. I think Celtic might just nick it by a goal, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a draw, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if Hibs got a score draw at Ibrox on, on, on Sunday. Right, going for the score draw. Kevin, thanks for calling in. We're running out of time. We've only got a few minutes remaining. We want to look at all the games for uh, tomorrow. Dundee United, Ross County. Barry, who's going to win? Dundee United have got to take so much confidence for a decent performance at Celtic Park and, and obviously taking a point. For me, Dundee United won that game. Mark? Dundee United, yes. You're going for Dundee United. Hearts, Motherwell, great tie there at Tynecastle. It'll be a big yeah. one. I think that's going to yeah. be a close one, mm -hmm. but I'm going for Hearts. Home fans, Tynecastle, absolute rocking. Liam Boyce, maybe, getting the goal. Yeah, he's a big player. Mm -hmm. Big player, yeah. but listen, what a signing Barry Mackay's been. Absolutely. But for Motherwell, Tony Watt yeah. has been uh, on fire. He got the winner last weekend. What are you thinking, Mark, about that one? Uh, Hearts 3 2. Oh, that's quite oh, quite decisive. Okay. Livingston against St. Mirren. Mark? One each. One each? Yeah, I'm going for a draw in that one as well. And St. Johnson, Dundee, Barry? St. Johnson. 2-1 St. Johnson. 2-1 St. Johnson. And then on Sunday, well, you've given us your predictions. What about Queen's Park against Montrose, Barry? That's a, <laughs> that's a Sunday game. Who can catch Queen's Park? You'll be hoping Alloa. <laughs> yeah. Queen's Park, Montrose, you played Montrose. Yeah, listen, week, yep. Queen's Park, full-time team. Yep. Good, good, listen, not just Queen's Park, but there's a lot of good teams, good managers and good players in, in League One. What are you feeling your own game? Uh, Alloa against Cove Rangers? A big one again, Cove Rangers, um, one of the the informed teams, real good manager and, and obviously Paul Hartley, so it's a cracking game for us, um, we're at home and we've got to go and try and get the three points and that's what we will do. You had some good games against him, some tuddle, tussles in the past. I had a right yep. few tussles, uh -huh. yep. or tuddles, what did tuddles. you call it? What kind of player was he? <laughs> was he pretty tough up, up to play against? A, a tussle yeah, a listen, we came from the same area and it's great yep. to see guys do really well and listen, he started off at Hamilton and went down to Millwall and came up and he went about, I think it was St. Johnson, Hibs and then he really took off at Hearts yeah. and obviously got his... Got his move, his dream move to, to Celtic because he, he was obviously a Celtic man. Um, but great career, um, really good player as well. Paul Hartley, and he's had a, a good career in management. Mark? I think there was a point you might have been teammates at club. I think Walter fancied yeah, him, didn't yep, yep. Walter Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. I believe Walter that was true. Left the Scotland job and went back to, to, to Rangers then. Walter definitely fancied um, I don't Paul, know if Paul he was Hartley. too sure of it coming to Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, he turned out for a he turned out a great signing for Celtic. Yeah, I think Gordon Shacken um, got him in, and, and and he was I think the biggest compliment like likes of our players like, like, like Paul Hartley when Gordon said if it was a, an old firm game or a big European game or a cup final whatever when you need to pick a team as Gordon used to describe it to save your life it was a game if your life depended on it. Paul Hartley was always in Gordon's team when it came to games like that Top of the table today Rangers on 16 points Celtic on 10 and 6 points Mark, Celtic can't afford to drop anything at the weekend No they can't and we're saying Ange deserves time and I hope he gets it and he does but the, the, the challenge that Ange needs to be careful about um, Paul is see 6 games from now it won't be acceptable if Celtic are still in 6th place and 7-8 and, and points behind Celtic they need to get, get it going quickly and Barry for Rangers the manager's saying he wants that spark he wants that form to come back as it did last season yep and they need to get that back uh, sooner the better because um, listen they're top of the league we're not playing well um, but what a listen it's a fantastic game 
Look, Hibs have really impressed me. They're going to come and have a, a pop. We mentioned earlier on in the programme, they've got some real dangerous and good players, Hibs. I think it'll be a cracker, but Rangers have got to go and win the game. Stevie Lennon is coming up next. We're back on Sunday from 12. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from 5.